Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Give yourself a gift of five minutes of contemplation in awe of everything you see around you. Go outside and turn your attention to the many miracles around you. This five-minute-a-day regime in appreciation and gratitude will help you focus your life in awe. And this is a quote by one of my all-time favorite teachers, Wayne Dyer, and I just thought it would be fun to pull something up, not related to business, but related to having a great life. So thank you again for, or for the first time, joining us on The Profitable Photographer. Our guest maybe doesn't know that this is listened to in 87 countries so far. So we are around the globe. And uh, remember, if you want to know anything about me or my coaching, go to lucydumascoaching.com, Lucy with an I. There's also a tab for podcasts, so you can listen there. Or, of course, this is on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. But feel free to subscribe and tell your friends. So I am super excited to talk to Ben Tyndall today. I asked him to be on this show because I think there's an area that we haven't talked about at all in this, I think I'm at 172 episodes, which is about the value of beautiful packaging and things that also help you market. He is the owner of Tyndall Photographics, and he's going to share with me about the history because it is a family business, as I remember. So Tyndall Photographic is a full-service photo packaging supply company. They manufacture high-quality, custom-branded photo packaging products, and they're made in the USA. It's a family-owned business in Michigan, and it's been around since 1978, so longer than me. Just kidding. <laughs> and I'm excited because I have used their products. I believe in awesome packaging as a way to separate ourselves and position ourselves as a luxury service. Those little niceties go a long way. So, Ben, thanks for saying yes to be on the show. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for having me. It's definitely a, a pleasure and an honor to uh, spend some time with you and your your listeners and, and and share a little bit about kind of what we do for the industry. Yeah. So while this is not a total commercial for Tyndall, although I would like to cheer them on, I'm going to give Ben a, a minute to do a shameless plug about the company and why they're amazing. So on your market set, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as you said, we've been in this business, uh, this industry uh, as a supplier since 1978. So my my father started the company. Uh, he was a, a master craftsman in Michigan. He was a, a celebrated wedding photographer. And uh, he was an avid skier also. And so when he was skiing one day, he had a, he had a really nasty fall and almost broke his leg. And so as the story goes, he was sitting at the bottom of the hill and thinking about how my Mom was pregnant with my then older sister, and he was realizing that he may not have uh, 
much of a livelihood if he had to cancel his weddings with the broken leg. So uh, he started transitioning into reselling uh, some products called Lacquer Mat. And then mm-hmm. uh, he was also a, a distributor for Tap Packaging Solutions. Uh, and then over the last 20 years, we've kind of made the transition from distributor to manufacturer. So uh, today we we manufacture a full line of products. Um, our core products include folders, mounts, easels, boxes, bags, USBs, albums, folios. Um, we do uh, we we manufacture almost everything in house. Um, oh. And uh, we, um, from the rigid boxes, um, all paper products, we also offer our clients a full array of customization services. So uh, foil stamping for logos and, and, and slogans, um, UV LED printing, laser engraving, silk screening. We have a lot of capabilities that we offer our, our clients in-house. So. Yes, you do. Now, one of my favorite products that kind of helped me feel more fancy <laughs> is the big fabric bags to deliver wall portraits. Um, I'm the queen of wall portraits. Most of my clients purchase three to seven or eight and decorate wow. their whole home. And I would just wrap it back up in the packaging from the lab and never feel very good about that. And then when those big fabric bags that can go up to like a 30 by 36 by 40, something like that. 36 or 46, yeah. Yeah, it came out and I delivered my first one. I just, I felt like, oh, I should have been doing this all the time because my clients would be like, ooh, when, you know, I I always put the images on an easel and we have a big ta-da and then I wrap them back up in something safe and then pop them in that bag. And the straps are really long, so... I always carry things to the client's car with them as a service. So being able to hoist it over my shoulder and then carry the album or whatever else in my hands is a big plus too. So that you guys want to check that out. So, yeah. So one of the main reasons I thought it would be great to talk to Ben today is because of how much I think the whole presentation of our business up levels us. And so I'm wondering, first of all, if you can share your thoughts on packaging. And first of all, obviously you feel it's valuable or you would be doing something else with your life, right? For sure. So we, just like the photo industry, um, so I'm, we're, we're members of a lot of different organizations, uh, photo related. Um, I'm, I'm on the industry advisory board for PPA and uh, I've also done committee work for lots of different organizations within the photo world. Uh, we also have similar connections to the packaging industry. And so sometimes when I tell people that we offer photo packaging, they're like, well, what is, what does that mean? Like, what, what, what is that? And so it's like, so, um, you know, for us, the, the packaging if, in, the, in the photography space, it's everything about the delivery of the presentation. So it's, it's about protecting the, the, the finished product that's going to the client. And it's about enhancing that presentation. So, uh, instead of giving somebody a loose print, it goes in a folder or a mount. Instead of instead of just handing the the client the album uh, that that came from the lab inside of a cardboard box, you know, we 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 make a box that 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 beautiful album goes into, and that you can put tissue in, and and then we can foil stamp a logo on the front, and just creating that final presentation, that high end look and feel that 
that hopefully is matching the quality and the price point of your service. Yeah. So why do you think that's important? What difference does it make how you deliver? Photographers offer a luxury service. And sometimes, you know, I talk to a lot of photographers, I visit a lot of studios, and I, and I sometimes think that that concept gets lost uh, for some, right? So they, you know, in if you, if you were to go back 20 years, the, the, the equipment looked drastically different, right? Um, but today, it doesn't. There, there are there are plenty of amateur photographers that walk around with gear that looks very similar to a professional. And so mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, oh, well, Aunt Betty got this great new camera. She's going to take my senior pictures, right? It's going to be the same. Well, it's not the same. So, um, or or someone will say, well, why why are you charging, you know, $40 for an 8x10? I can go to CVS and I can get it for $3. Well, there's a lot more value in there, not, not only from the quality of the paper, obviously, and, and the actual physical print itself, but all of the, the technique and the editing and the posing that went into creating that beautiful print and capturing that life, that, that, that precious moment, right? So if, if, you're, if a client's deciding to, um, that they want to hire a professional photographer because they, they want a special moment, right? They're paying more money um, from their discretionary income. They are... Um, because they want a memorable experience. And I think part of creating that experience, um, packaging definitely plays a role in that. So mm-hmm. that value that's created, right, from the consultation to the actual session to the follow-up to, you know, to that final delivery. And I think where that final delivery comes in, you know, the client is is settling up, they're paying for for this for the sitting fee, they're paying for the final um the prints or the products that they're receiving. That final handoff is big, right? So mm-hmm. when you look at, I use the example sometimes of like an iPhone. Um, so the, the iPhones today cost $1,000, $1,300, right? And so if if you were to pay for that and it came in, in, a, in a cheap plastic bag or it came in like a plastic blister pack, you might get that and say, well, what is this? Like, why, why did I just mm. buy this? Like, yeah. Now listen, is it still the same beautiful phone inside of, um, in, inside of that plastic carton versus the amazing iPhone box, it is. But to the client, and especially in today's world where so much of our buying activities and decision-making is done online, we make so many decisions visually. And so seeing that beautiful seeing that beautiful packaging, um, seeing their work display, like in that packaging, handed off in that packaging, whether it's you know a box or a nice bag or the big canvas bags that you have or a wide variety of products, um, it kind of helps that client feel like they've gotten something great, right? Right. If you go to a high-end retailer, you know, Saks, Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, uh, if you were to buy the smallest thing, the least expensive thing there, they're still going to wrap it in tissue and they're going to put it in a really nice Euro tote and they're going to hand it to you, right? right. So you're, walking right. Out, you're walking out with this beautiful bag um, for, and, and maybe maybe you bought something really inexpensive. It doesn't matter. It's because they understand that everything about their their company and their brand is creating a high-end experience. And that high-end experience, the packaging plays a big part in that experience for them. Right, right. As it does for all, as it does for all consumers. Yeah, so I have two th- thoughts on that. So if I am selling an iPhone back uh, to get a credit, mm-hmm. they always ask if you still have the box that it came in. So obviously that box has value. You might get like $10 more. Uh, And I'm thinking about, you know, Tiffany's is the classic example. Of course, they've got really strong brand with the colors. And one day I was in the mall 
it was still kind of the middle of the COVID situation where you couldn't go inside stores or they had a little limited number. And the companies that had inexpensive things like I'll say, um, well, there's jewelry stores in this mall. So the, I think it's K jeweler had like one person in line and right above it is Tiffany's. And there were 25 people in line. And you'd think, oh, everybody's broke. It's the middle pandemic. People don't want luxury anymore. But I know that part of that 25 people in line is their packaging. And that people will, like, you could probably go to eBay and buy a Tiffany's box Mm -hmm. and then buy some jewelry that's maybe even not gold and put it in the Tiffany's box (laughs) and it adds value. Now, if somebody finds out, they're not going to be too happy that it's not Tiffany's, but you think about the value of the clear branding and that um, blue green seafoam green teal box. So yeah, what you're saying totally resonates in my mind about um, how it just elevates And at the same time, you don't throw away a Tiffany box. I have iPhone and iPad boxes that have sat on my dining table where I'm wondering, should I throw this out or should I store it? Because it feels like something Mm -hmm. important. And I know those big fabric bags, people use those for going to the grocery store or, you know, the really big ones if they do laundry. Oh, that reminds me. I should use those. I have to get my laundry from upstairs to downstairs and then downstairs to upstairs. Yeah, I should find one of my big, big black bags. So that logo, you know, when it's customized, right, then that is going to stay in their visual, stay in their face. Like, it's hard to throw away those gift bags. And it's great to use them for other things. So, yeah. Thoughts? Any other thoughts on what I just said, followed by following what you said. <laughs> yeah, no. So the, the other two areas where I think, you know, packaging plays a key role. Um, you gave the example of Tiffany's versus K Jewelers, right? Uh, K also has really nice packaging, right? But Tiffany has, they've established that as like, that's their brand, right? Like this is my brand. Like my brand is the Tiffany blue box. And that's how, that's really their symbol to to the rest of the world of like this is this is our quality this is what we are right mm-hmm. you know, Rolex their packaging like like with their uh, their beautiful green boxes and they have um, they're timeless well you know if you're reselling or if you're buying or reselling a Rolex from those lines like that box is worth a ton of money people sell the mar- there's a market just for the boxes right mm-hmm. um, so it's you definitely you, you get to a level where some some companies have just used that to establish the value of their product and, and it becomes synonymous with the brand and, and the company itself. But go, going back to the K versus Tiffany's, packaging is also a differentiator, right? So maybe you, you have clients that are working with um, more of like a shoot and burn photographer, right? And so they're just getting money, they're getting a they're getting a drive or getting a Dropbox, and, and that's it, right? Well. Well, maybe the professional photographer is selling prints and using uh, and, and delivering, you know, whatever that service is. And they're like, oh, well, well, you use so-and-so and they gave you, you know, 
they gave you a, an email link. Well, mine gave me this beautiful bag and they gave me, and they gave me this box that held, that, um, that held some prints and they gave me all these other great things. So it, it, it's definitely a differentiator as well. Like you look at, you look at a lot of consumer goods, like liquor is a good example, right? Mm, so yes. um, the, liquor, the liquor industry, you start noticing the higher end bottles, they all have beautiful packaging on them. So mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking about like, like bourbon or scotch, for example, like the higher end bottles, they come in nice tubes or, or even, even now some are offering wood boxes. And so it, it's, it's something where the, the manufacturing, the manufacturer is using that to establish value to consumers. The consumer may not know anything about that product, but they see, they see the packaging and say, that's really high quality. That's, that, that must be really expensive. That must be really good. Right. And so even though they've never tasted it, they've never used it. Maybe that, maybe they never even looked it up, but they, but they're seeing the passion and saying, that's what I want. Right. And so I think, I think all these concepts that we're talking about apply to consumers that are using a professional photographer. So a photographer is delivering and they're, they're delivering high-end work and they're delivering, you know, an amazing session and, and making beautiful, beautiful prints and, and capturing beautiful images. Well, that delivery is also going to be part of that, that process to say, Hey, look, mm-hmm. listen, this is, this is the value that I gave you. And that value was felt in every, every part of, of, of our interaction. And mm-hmm. that's going to help bring them back. Right. And, and then in addition to the, the branding that you mentioned earlier about, about clients reusing those bags, like they're going to share those images. They're going to share those prints for friends and family. They're going to say, Hey, who did you, who did you use? Right. And so and then make, wait a minute, let me go check my laundry bag. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, or let me check this nice folder or this nice box or this nice yeah. bag. Oh yeah, it's the, here's the company, right? And so and so from that standpoint, it's also offering value to the photographer from a marketing standpoint too. Right. Okay, I want to just put a pin in that marketing thought to maybe go a little deeper in just a sec. But I start the branding with having my clients come over for a consultation and I use a folder in my branding colors with a ribbon Mm -hmm. with my name on it. And I print, um, I have really nice letterhead stationery that uh, was the press letterpress. Letterpress, And so my pricing and my tips and my, my contract and everything goes in the folder. So from our first meeting, I've got this really pretty packaging that very often when clients come into order, they bring their folder with them. So clearly they're keeping that and they're thinking about the, the session and, and it like right off the bat, it gives them some value. So there's things we can do early on, even, uh, Maybe once we get that booking, sending a really nice little folder with directions and, you know, something to right off the bat, have them going, okay, that's why my neighbor's sister charges 300, which I know there are a lot of you listening now that that is your business model. So we're not discounting that if that's working for you, great, or I think a lot of people are wanting to um, move to a different business form. And so you're listening to this so that you can get tips on how the heck you make the change. And one of the ways to make the change is clear branding and then using that branding in in everything that you hand 
a client. Anyway, so I started off as early as I can. And then at the very end, I send a, a box with a thank you gift after they're gone. I mail it and it's in really nice packaging with tissue in my grand colors. So yeah, think about everyone, how you can start it. You know, it, it's funny you mentioned that. So we have a lot of clients that will use our folders or they'll use photo cases and they'll use that as kind of like a priceless display and they'll and normally we'll add a logo to it. You know, they'll put tissue in it with a ribbon in it. It becomes almost like a little package for them with a price list. Mm-hmm. That's during the consultation. It, it's funny. I actually have a real experience with this. My wife and I are doing a landscaping project right now. And it's it's actually going to be done this week, I hope. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was this week for a few weeks now. So we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Crossing our fingers. I'll, yeah. I'll pray. I'll pray for you. Well, oh, I'm doing the emoji prayer hands right now. <laughs> So the, um, but it's funny, the, uh, when we were receiving quotes, right. And so we had, we had a lot of different quotes that, that, that came back and, um, you know, some of them were just via email. Some of them were just, just in paper. And the, the company that we actually went with was, was not the most expensive, but it was one of the higher quotes, not the highest, but, um, they gave us this really beautiful presentation folder um, not photo related, more of like what you find like a slip in, right? But it had, it had, it was custom printed. It was printed. It had beautiful pictures of all their work on it. It had testimonials in the back and, and everything else. And, and we just felt like there was so much value there being displayed mm. to us. So as we were reviewing the quotes, like, well, I think our, my initial reaction was, oh, well, we'll just go to the one that, that seems like, you know, the most affordable, right? But then our, then our, it completely transitioned to, we're going to go with the one that creates the most value, right? So we have a budget that we want to stick to. And we actually ended up going a little above our budget because we wanted to use this company. And so it's something that, um, and, and, and as they were conveying their value to us, that this project would look amazing and that it would be everything we wanted. At the end of the day, it was one of those things where they helped tell that story and share that value through the packaging. And mm-hmm. so it was, uh, it was definitely, you know, I, I think of like high-end restaurants, right? If you go to, Beautiful restaurants have amazing plating. You know, some restaurants have, you know, they, they win James Beard and Michelin stars primarily because of the plating. So it's, you go to a really high-end restaurant and you order a very expensive steak. It's going to have a lot of garnishes. It's going to have, you know, a lot of, a lot of additions to that plate to make, maybe it has some garlic or, you know, oil, like a few dots in a row to, to more of like a, you know, like a beautiful illustration, like, or, mm-hmm. or, or the, you know, the garnish or, or like a side vegetable might be like displayed in a certain way to make it look more artistic. Right. Well, that, that steak might be the same steak that you can buy for, you know, half the price somewhere else. It's just going to come in a plate. Right. And beautiful forks and yep. linens and table display and the whole, you know, the waiter being knowledgeable and greeting you and feeling like your new best friend. And yeah, that's a great example. You could do all of that right. And the, and it could be plastic forks. In fact, yeah. I was searching for, I was in the mood for some kind of food. I can't remember what it was. And I think it might've been, I was looking for Mexican food that wasn't uh, fast food, which in San Diego, we have a ton, like every mile, there's at least two taco shops. <laughs> And as I was going through Yelp, I was looking for the ones that had plates and not paper plates and that the presentation looked 
like it was a real restaurant and not a cookie taco shop. So it's funny that you bring that up because I kept going, oh, that looks good. Oh, no. Plastic forks. Design, presentation, visuals. Well, even the menus, if we think about at a nice restaurant, first of all, if they tell you to use a QR code and use your phone, which is happening a lot. Have you encountered that where you are? Yeah. It's like, forget about it. I don't, I mean, if I'm already there, I'm not going to leave, but I'm also thinking about the difference between a nice restaurant and Cheesecake Factory. Have you been, been, have you been, been to Cheesecake Factory? (laughs) Yes, I have. So their menu is like 10 pages thick. And if you ask what's, What's really special there, the waitresses, waiters will probably say, oh, everything's good. Whereas if you go somewhere and, you know, presentation, I mean, it's it's casual and overwhelming. And then you go to a restaurant that has a beautiful folder or a menu with great paper and, uh, you know, a little a little ribbon on top or a little something. You're comfortable you know, if you can afford it, spending twice as much for, like you said, same, same plate of food, potentially. It's part of the experience, right? So, yeah. so someone's making a decision because they want, they want an experience. They, they don't just want to eat. Right. And so just, right. just like the photography, they, they're having a photographer, not just to get images, to have a great experience and to have really special images. Right. And so it's um, that value and that differentiation between you know, Aunt Betty capturing our images and our, and, our, and posing us and shooting us, or is it a, um, or I'm going to have a photographer because this is, this is something truly special and I want to have a great experience. And so, right, right. so next little topic on my list, which you've alluded to this, but I know you can speak to this even more clearly. There are a lot of people that are thinking, well, I can't really afford to use beautiful boxes with tissue to deliver my work or nice menus in a, in a beautiful folder or the bags, which the bags are like, I can't even believe how affordable the presentation bags are. I also use a little ones that I have tissue in to deliver eight by tens and album albums and things like that. But what do you say, you know, you're at um, imaging expo or, WPPI and someone saying, well, it's really not in my budget. This is great, but, um, you know, I can't really afford to spend that much more with each of my clients. You know, we do get a lot of questions about, you know, well, oh, I, I just, I can't afford that right now, or I can't do this right now, or I can't do that right now, or that's beautiful, but it, you know, it's not for me. You know, I, I don't know if I, if I see the value, if I don't see the value or, mm-hmm. and, then, and then as they get a little more established, um, sometimes they'll come back and they'll say, um, you know, they're at a conference or they're at some sort of training because they want to make a jump, right? They want it. They, they either want to enhance their business or maybe, maybe their business is declining. And so they want to make sure that they stay on point and just grow and learn. And, and, and what I always say is like the, the most established studios, the most established, like the most profitable companies, um, they all use packaging and they do that because they understand that there's a value there, right? And if you're aspiring to, to make that jump and to increase your prices and, and, and to go to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things involved in making that jump, right? It, the, that old expression, like you got to spend money to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that being said, when I always break this down for them, a box with a foil logo costs about $1.70 um, for an 8 by 10 It's like $1.50 for a 5 by 7 Like mm-hmm. a really big canvas bag um, that's that's holding a piece of art a piece of art that that you're selling to the client for over a thousand dollars. That costs like five dollars with the logo on it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a, so. So, are you? Would you be able to add you know five dollars to your sitting fee, or would you be able to add mm-hmm. you know five dollars you know, to, to to have that to have that experience? Is that is that a, is that a limiting factor to you? And so, I think a lot of times when when someone comes to us and they say this thing, this is beautiful. I'd love this, but not now, or or, or I just can't, or or I don't see how I can afford this. Like you're saying, so you want this beautiful box to display your, to give your prints to your client and you want it branded, but you're saying you can't spend a dollar 70 to do that um, per set, you know, like even, even if that creates more value for the client and even, even if that helps you get more business and even if that makes a more memorable experience. Right. So, you know, it, it's funny too, because, because that same person will then be, you know, walking over the next table and buying like 50 smoke bombs or buying a new lens or buying something else. And so, like, <laughs> so, so sometimes it's like, and we get it right. It's just, it's, it, it's part of it. But, but what I would say is if you look at, you know, the, the, most of the speakers at any convention, um, whatever form of photography you're in, the largest portrait studio, the largest schools, the largest sports, the largest event photographers, the largest boudoir photographers, all of them incorporate packaging in, into that experience because it becomes part of their brand. Uh, their brand is quality and their brand is amazing. And the packaging helps relay that message. Right, right. I was thinking of the expression, I like your spend money to save money, uh, or there's uh, penny wise and pound foolish. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my mentors, uh, the person that helped me create my podcast, the actual creation of it, he always says, don't step over dollars to pick up dimes. And um, it's same, I'm thinking about people who maybe they use four different labs because one of them, the eight by tens are cheaper and one of them, something else is cheaper. And I feel like whatever we're spending on a product should first be like, how much income? What do I want to get and need to get paid for the work that I do? And then add the cost of printing and packaging and so forth after that. So if I can't afford, if I think I can't afford to spend, let's say $3 to deliver an eight by 10 and my eight by 10 is $40. Mm-hmm. Well then I'm going to raise the price actually significantly. I think a hundred dollar sure. plus unless your volume it's yeah. it's more in the range of, you know, hundred Plus, and so then it's like pocket change comparatively when someone will say, hey, like you said earlier, I can print this at CVS for X amount and you're charging $100. Well, I like to say, you know, you're paying for the image. Mm -hmm. The printing is a gift. And that whole, you know, all of the packaging is just included in that. Now, oh. Okay, my mind is going in three directions. So one of them is about how when I was working on my branding, I became addicted to looking for those old-fashioned photo cards, 
I don't remember what they were called, around the turn of the century when you had a, a portrait session done in a studio, you could buy a stack of these cardboard photographs and almost all of them had beautiful branding logos on the back. And these still like they're collectible. Like you can spend thousands of dollars on a four by five card with an image and the, the logo itself and the studio that it came from adds to the value of that. And then some of them didn't have anything. And even then a hundred years into the future, I was getting uh, feelings about the quality of a photography business based on the the card quality and the logo and such. So it can live on past us, which is awesome. So we still do a lot of clients that, that they'll present you know, small print delivery. So anything smaller than like, I love my 14 or 16 by 20 in a folder or a mount mm-hmm. because it's small. And, and so like, they're, they're, hey, this is rigid. It's going to protect the print and it's going to deliver it. And, but we also make a product called a photo case. And a yes. photo case is, is, is essentially just, it doesn't display the print. It just present, it just holds it uh, with, with a few flaps that fold over. And so the intention of that, again, is just it's, um, they're going to take this out and put it directly into a frame. So, right. um, or it already looks gift wrapped. If, if that gift is going to grandma or to, you know, like a family or a friend, it already gives that to the clients. They can re-gift it directly to wh- whoever they're they're presenting that to, right? Because hopefully the hopefully the the person that had the session would hopefully they love the images, so they're buying wall art to present it around their home um, or their office, and then you know, the smaller prints are, are, are probably for either um, a small frame or a gift to a, to a loved one. Exactly. We don't want to just stick them in the cardboard yeah. uh, with the plastic around the, that that eight by 10 or five by seven came in for sure. And that's what I do. I use the presentation folders that, that I hand out uh, with my pricing. I mm-hmm. use the same folders for delivery of small prints. Now, one thing I want to say about working with you as opposed to, yeah, there's lots of packaging available out in the world. I could spend days online looking for the perfect thing, but you usually have to buy like 100 or 500. So I love that you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but people can buy smaller quantities of things so that they're not having to decide. First of all, <laughs> I bought some, they're, they're kind of a clear plastic for my delivery bags at the time. I couldn't find something that was in my branding colors. So I used tissue to add the color and a ribbon, but I had to buy 500 and I don't photograph as much as I used to. So I've got this big box of maybe 300 still in my garage. I'm trying to figure out, should I donate it somewhere? Should I, you know, what do I do with all this? So, yeah, I appreciate that about Tyndall. Am I right? You're 100% right. So we have, you know, like those big canvas bags that you had mentioned. You can buy one uh, at a time if you want. If you want them branded, there is a 20 bag minimum. But um, a, a lot of like our, our folders and our mounts and our boxes, they have small quantities, normally a minimum of 10 pieces. 
And so, because we understand that there's different needs, we obviously do service a lot of volume clients that whether it's a big event or whether they're just stocking up with season, they're buying, you know, pallets of, of these items, but we also have a lot of that. The need is not always pallets at a time, right? It might just be, I need 20. Okay. We can sell you 20. So mm-hmm. we have several pallet shipments that leave every single day, but we have a whole set. We, we have, we have five or six pallets that go to FedEx and UPS that are just made up of small boxes because our, our clients may only need a small quantity for, the current need or for their business at the time for whatever reason. So Right. And that cuts down on that initial fear of, uh, oh, I can't, I don't think I can afford that. I'm not at that price point 100%. yet. It's just as a need, as a need basis. Like for me, I can make a great living with 50 clients in a year. And so how much do I need? You know, I could order 25 things. And then when I'm about to run out, order some more, but I'm sure that when somebody orders in volume, you know, price points change a little bit, but yeah, that's one of the advantages. And also, you know what photographers need. So it's not like, I know I still get catalogs from like Boxco and uh, you, what's that? I get this enormous catalog. Uline? Yeah. Uline, which has stuff like that, but you know, how do you find, like, literally, I spent weeks looking through all kinds of things, because I'm a little bit obsessive. (laughs) And I wanted the perfect color and my, my, like, dusty lavender, really hard to find that. But what a waste of time, I could have been marketing, I could have been doing so many other things and just call up Ben and say, I need a solution to this. And you'd say, well, how about if you'd use the white one and then have your ribbons be your fancy colors? And like, oh, duh. <laughs> so, No, listen, I mean, we, we give a lot of training to our customer service people. And, and, and so in our, in our sales reps, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. We have, um, you know, we, we purchased tap action solutions, photo division in, at the end of 2020. And we were fortunate enough to to bring one of their sales leaders over, Bob Mickler, yeah. who has been in this industry for over 30 years. But, uh, and then within our customer service team and internal sales, we have a lot of knowledge. And so clients will often call and say, Hey, I have a need. This is, I'm looking for something to hold a six by eight. I need a foil stamped. I need this, or, or I need something for a five by seven and eight by 10. What do you have? Or what are your recommendations for this? And so our team is, is working with the actual photographer to, Here's a link to this product. Here is, you know, here's here's five different links to these, these items. Do any of these look appealing to you? And so, right. a lot of that, um, that that that's very common where they're calling and just asking for some, some suggestions. And so, that's uh, definitely something that that I think our team does really well. Right. So, I want to give a shout out to all the vendors who take the time and spend the money to be photography expos and learn what we want and um, advertise in magazines. And if you didn't advertise, we wouldn't have the magazines. And you know that I, if at all possible, I always use companies that support our industry, especially the professional photographers of America, uh, people that it sounds like you serve PPA on the 
there's like a vendor council or something? Yeah, the, the industry advisory board, uh, it's made up of, uh, I think there's about 12 members. And so there's, mm-hmm. it's a mix of companies, uh, a few color labs, um, you have like Sony and, and Panasonic and mm-hmm. uh, some of the larger companies, uh, Hana Mule is on there as well. And, and essentially it's just, it, it's almost like a little steering committee where the where the vice president of PPA, as well as the CEO, David Trust, um, are, you know, they're asking for our opinions on, you know, trade show locations, giving us, giving us information as far as like keynote speakers, the direction that they're trying to take the organization, different promotions in different groups, and, the, and just asking for either support or, or answering questions or just helping to give guidance. And so, um, yes. And, and then I, I also used to be pretty active in their print movement um, when that was going on. And as well as we support many guilds and different state organizations throughout the country as well. And so yeah. whether that's by attending their actual trade show or just giving donations and door prizes and those things, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a friend who's a lab owner. And, and so he, he, he once said that, you know, the, and I thought this is really, really, really true that if you want to be successful in this industry, you have to be engaged in this industry. And that means giving, giving back, you know, taking the time to train, taking the time to engage, taking the time to be at the shows, taking, you know, spending, spending the money to advertise and, 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 and to, and to, you know, be a part of it. You know, it's as, as a business, if you're just thinking that, oh, I'm going to be successful by spending as little as possible and hoping to bring in as much as possible, it doesn't really work. And so yeah. if you want, um, and, and in photography, our engagement in these organizations, yes, is to, is to definitely add value to the organizations and to hopefully attract customers. But it's also really helpful for us as well. I mean, like, so at the end of the year, we're going to launch all of our new products for next year. And so we have some beautiful products we're working on, but all of those are, they start at conversations at trade shows, um, right. emails from clients, on uh, phone conversations with our customer service team. Um, and and so, so like, for example, like we're, we're coming out with, a, we make a line of album boxes and we're, today they come in slate gray and black and, and they sell well and people love them, but we're, we're coming out with a soft touch white version. And so people have been asking for a white album box for a long time. And so it's one of those things that we made, we made it happen and it's in production now. So it, it's, it's just something that um, that feedback for us to understand our clients' needs um, helps then share that value with the whole industry. Yes. So thank you for that. I, I just want to encourage the listeners to think about putting your dollars into the pockets of the companies that are making our industry better, that are aware of our needs. And, um, you know, so if you're 10 cents more on something per item, but I think about that dime has gone into all the things that you and other companies uh, that show up at trade shows and so forth have put into getting in front of us and also serving us, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's like a, I wouldn't say a convenient, a gratitude tax a convenience tax, something like that. So, so thank you. And just think on that wherever you are is um, who is supporting our industry and how can we give back by using them rather than a, a cheap online something. I had a conversation with Mark at Marathon Press mm-hmm. and we talked about the 
the difference, you know, they like Tyndall, they've been serving our industry for decades. And so to, to have a postcard printed with them rather than like Vistaprint where you can get the personalized service and where they know our needs to me is a no brainer. You know, I, I like to support because if it weren't for y'all, we wouldn't have conventions because the, the vendors in a big part, am I right in that? That, no, you, that your fees cover a lot of the expenses of having a trade show. I mean, having an expo. You, you are correct. So, you know, the trade shows die when vendors stop coming. And so yeah. it's one of those, I mean, I remember I was at a trade show with an organization that's no longer around and I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to thank anybody, but I remember being at being at the vendor the vendor breakfast, which is typically the last day, and so and a lot of vendors were expressing frustrations over the show hours and how you know they had limited hours this year and they changed the schedule and 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 they conflicted with the trade show time and they didn't put those a lot. And I remember I don't it was a member of their board stood up and said, "Hey, this is like you need to stop complaining. Like, if you don't like it, don't come back. This is our this is our show." And, and that is a hundred percent true. It is a hundred percent true. And I think, I think that every, every conversation, like when you're giving feedback, it, you want it to be constructive, but, but that organization's gone because they basically like the attitude was, if you don't like it tough. Well, it's an ecosystem, right? And so right. Like, like the, the organization provides value to the people attending the and vendors also add value because they're helping them pay for that convention and they're also and they're hopefully attracting business well if the organization doesn't do a good job of bringing in people that might also buy from the vendors the vendors stop going and yeah it's it, it's yeah it's, it, it disrupts the ecosystem if you will right so, you like the bees so. you got to keep the bees alive <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> or, or everything falls apart that's right. well we are out of time so i'm going to ask you two questions one sure. is about a drawing opportunity, um, some giveaway goodies. So can you tell us uh, what that is briefly Absolutely. and how people get the opportunity to win? Absolutely. So when uh, we're going to be reposting the link to the podcast um, on Facebook. And so we, we invite, you know, any current customers or, you know, potential customers or just any listeners that are interested in packaging to, to like, comment, or share the posts. Uh, by doing so, you'll be entered into a drawing. Uh, we're, we're raffling off four starter kits. A starter kit for us is a pre-package of, of an item. So like we're doing some of the canvas bag starter kits. We're also doing some box starter kits. So like a box starter kit comes with, you know, four, or I'm sorry, three sizes boxes, like a, like a small quantity of each size. It also comes with a, a studio die and branding, you know, stamping the boxes. And so... Yeah. Um, so it kind of gives that person who's trying to get their feet wet into packaging, you know, here's a few different sizes. Let me see how I use them. Now I have a die, I have branded work. Um, and so we're, we're raffling off a few of those uh, for those. And, and, then, and, then, and then if you don't, um, if you don't happen to win one of those packages, uh, you, you'll still receive a coupon code for a discount on a future order. Awesome. So it's on your Facebook and the Facebook is... T Y N D E L L photographic mm-hmm, thing. So you can find them everywhere. And then tyndallphotographic.com is your website, correct? That is correct. Get in touch. 
with them and enter the drawing and win. <laughs> so last question. I want to give you an opportunity to, if you have one last thought for people to remember about packaging or or just a takeaway in general about luxury or whatever would be your parting thought. Parting thoughts. All right. Well, I kind of, I said it earlier, but like the photographers offer that high-end luxury service. And again, just knowing that packaging kind of serves a few functions there. It needs to be functional, you know, it protects the product and, and gets to the client, but it also adds value in a lot of different ways that we've talked about today. So it's something that Packaging is offered at different price points. You, know, you have super high end, you have mid grade, and you have very affordable. You know whether it's from us or your photo lab or one of our competitors. Like it, it's an important part of the value that you're creating and the experience that you're relaying to your clients. Great. So it's uh, package your work, brand your work, and if you see me at a trade show, come say hi. Yeah. Thank you. So stay tuned for my quick wrap up. And Ben, this is exactly the conversation I hoped we would have. I wanted people to really be thinking about kicking everything up a notch and the luxury aspects and how to create that. This is one more way. So thanks for saying yes to being on the show. Of course. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for having me. It was, it was definitely a pleasure. Good. You're welcome. Well, so I really enjoyed talking to Ben and talking about the value of beautiful packaging that actually makes it so we can charge more and we get better referrals and the packaging, if it's got our logo on it, then people don't always throw it away. They reuse things. And so there's, there's our name in front of them again. So that's basically the wrap up <laughs> and remember to go to lucydumascoaching.com, Lucy with an I, if you want to, just have a conversation about anything. Um, right now, I have a couple spaces becoming available in my one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching program. So if you think it might be time for you to learn more about that, just give me a holler and we'll set up uh, a chat. All righty. Have a great, if it's the beginning of the week, middle of the week, end of the week, have a good one. <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.